Did your audio work? Yes, it did. Thank you. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your man, Dean Edwards. We are back in here on a Monday night. Got another great guest here tonight. We're waiting for everyone to log on. I'm going to play this track. I'm, play, I'm playing this track. Playing this track. This is Heavy D's Big Daddy. I'm playing it for numerous reasons. What's up, Ryan, Kush, Dip, Mia, Lorena Jorge, Kush, what's going on? I'm, play, I'm playing Big Daddy in honor of my guest because uh, <laughs> because he has five kids. <laughs> so he is the biggest daddy that's going to be on here uh, tonight. Um, hope you all have had a wonderful uh, week. KK, what up? Paramore, what's up, man? I, I'm, I'm still going to do your show, man. I'm looking forward to it. Check out my man Mike Paramore's uh, show with with Dry Bar Comedy. Um, I think it's on... Well, follow his page. Mike Paramore Jr. right there. Yes, it is Jim Gaffer time. Um, we're waiting for Jim to come on. Uh, Warren B. Hall, my brethren out there. Warren B. MC Warren B. <laughs> Is is in here um, Yeah man I hope everybody And there's the incredible Hugh Moore There he is Hugh the incredible Hugh Moore is in here Warren B. Hall I hope those are stars and not hearts in your eyes Warren B. Hall That just made me feel awkward <laughs> Donna what's going on Morning what's, what's up Um Dean, you gotta get Aries on your show too. I got I got a lot of people. Um, as a matter of fact, for those that don't know, next week we have my man Chris Spencer. Lamont, what up, Lamont? Uh, my man Lamont in New York. I hope you and your moms are doing well, Lamont. Love you too, Warren. Um, next week we have my man Chris Spencer. Two weeks uh, from tonight, we have uh, uh, my girl Marina Franklin. Very funny, nothing, nothing but talented individuals um, on the Father Mugger Protocol every Monday night. Thank you for everybody that tuned in last week uh, when we had JB Smooth. We had a lot of fun. I didn't realize we were going to go three hours. Um, I appreciate everybody that rocked with us for three hours because <laughs> JB, <laughs> JB could, man, let me tell you something, JB, JB Smooth could talk, man. But <laughs> uh, much love to my man, JB Smooth. Appreciate you, JB, uh, coming through. Um, Tracy Lord in the building. Um, also, big shout out to all the uh, all the people that um, tune in every week. I appreciate y'all uh, checking us out and, and adding your insight. And I apologize if I cannot respond to everyone's uh, messages as y'all are sending them. You have to understand because it's uh, it's interviewing Italian glam. What up? Because I'm talking to people and letting and, and listening, I'm allowing them to speak, and I don't want to run over. <laughs> I don't want to run over their um their verbiage with me saying, "Hey, I want to give a shout out." <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah. So in the meantime, um, uh, let me see. Let me just see what uh JB get to talking, you get to walking. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Head on the pump. What up? Um. Yeah, we're we're waiting for Mr. Mr. Jim Gavigan. Let me make sure he didn't he didn't come through yet because the names pop by and I don't want anybody to uh think. You know what? Is it possible to to put somebody's name in? 
And I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know if you can just send a send an invite out. Y'all let me know if you can. I'm not sure if you can do that yet. I am Young Hong. D-Bone 910, what's going on, man? We sitting there waiting for my man Jim Gaffigan um, to come through and, and talk. We have, um, I know he has a, a new comedy special. He actually has two big things coming up. He has, um, he has a film coming out um, on the 24th. Uh, the film is called, look, I just lost it that quickly. <laughs> look, this is why you, you do all this in, in preparation. He has a new comedy special dropping on Amazon Prime called The Pale Tourist. And he has a forthcoming movie, uh, by, by Tesla, uh, biopic, by the way. Um, and he also has a new film coming out called Most Wanted, where I guess he's played, it's, it's, it's a more dramatic role. I'm too old to know how this <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I felt like Daddy Glover and I'm getting too old for this. Look, I just wanted to be funny, you know? I just wanted to be funny, but you got to be uh, technologically savvy nowadays. So I am doing what I can. Brandon Burks, be Burks, what up, son? <laughs> How you, Brandon, put a shirt on, man. But I want you to put a shirt on, okay? Brandon always wants people to know he's doing push-ups. I ain't Brandon a couple years since we we uh we rocked out. I miss I miss my whole after midnight crew. As a matter of fact, shout out to after midnight crew, and I miss you too, brother. Um and uh and uh secret oh secret coders academy you were on last week. Thanks for coming back through. Yeah, the COVID fro is is in full effect. I want you for those that don't know, my hair. I got a haircut. I had gotten a haircut in February, and ta-da, I cut my own hair. <laughs> CG Lane was good. Um, yeah, I got I, I cut I cut my hair, but it's um it's woofing. Plus, my wife likes it, so I guess I gotta keep it um for a little for a little bit longer at least. <laughs> um. Oh, is Gaffigan? Is Gaffigan? There he is. Jimmy is on. There he is. So let's let's uh let's go live with Mr. Gaffigan right right now. Jim Gaff, here we go. I'm I'm typing it in right now, Jim. Or you can send the uh thing that just makes it. There it goes. Here we go. Uh yeah, go live. That's what I'm saying. Go live. Here we go. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna reintroduce. <laughs> I am going to reintroduce my guest. Hi. I'm Jimmy Gaff. That's okay, man. You know what? No need to be... I've never done this before, so I was on mine. Oh, that's funny. that you'd request me. I'm not that smart. I'm not. That no, bro, I, you know what? I just explained to them that we just got, we got into this to be funny, not to become uh, technologically savvy. So okay. it's, it's all good, man. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, but it's, 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 it's begun. It's like, but how, I feel as though, how long are we going to say it's just crazy? It's just like, yeah. oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like, Look, gotta, I, I don't know. I guess I ran out of more focus on gratitude, right? But true, know. true. Gratitude is very, very important now. Nowadays, that's honestly when people, people call and uh, like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm, my family's uh, intact. Everybody in this house, we're as happy as can be. So I'm, I, I find little to complain about nowadays, man. You know, gratitude is, 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 is a powerful word right about now. How about yourself? 
Yeah, no, well, I I think I've got to get more in touch with gratitude, but I don't know. It's like, you know, it's weird. I haven't done stand-up yeah. in four months. How long has yeah. it been? You know, it's... Same, same. Are you doing the Skype I, things? No, I. you know what? I I had one thing scheduled and, and uh, we canceled it. I did, I did one thing on Instagram Live, a uh, uh, comic. I'm not sure if you know Ali... Ali Sadiq, he lives uh, in Houston, and he did something on IG Live where it was kind of like this, but he set it up like an actual comedy show where he he hosted for 10 minutes, and then he stepped off screen, but you could hear his laughter, which which helped motivate um, me as, you know, as a performer, because I was able to have some immediate feedback and see people, um, people's comments and people's LOLs, but I'm... <laughs> I'm still I I had a great time but it was enough you know I'm 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 not uh I'm still not sold you know comedy is is uh is interaction and and as as wonderful as as this is um as a a substitute or facsimile of sorts it still is is not like uh isn't it is nothing like having a, an actual live crowd in front of you that you can reach out and touch yeah it's you know it's it's I, I you know I know that you've done a bunch of these so maybe I'm repeating whatever. No 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 man. But no uh, no. It is it's like we're we're nomadic people and so yeah. I mean I love my family but I'm not I usually have this. You know sometimes I'm a, a forced hiatus but like my wife mm -hmm. is sick of me you know what I mean right it's like everyone's <laughs> sick of me. And so right, it's, right. it's one of those things where I also, pre-pandemic, mm. I was somebody, if I didn't go a couple nights with doing yeah. stand-up, yeah. my wife would be like, go out and do a set. You're kind of getting grumpy. And right, right. She would know. And right. it's, you know, it's just... Uh, I mean, I think the world, obviously the world has changed too. So it's definitely, definitely there's going to be, uh, you know, it's kind of like we ran a restaurant and now mm -hmm. people's appetite changed. So I right. mean, hopefully funny is funny, but there's going to be some comedians like before nine eleven. There were people mm -hmm. that that did stuff that after nine eleven, people were like, "That ain't funny anymore." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I one particular I remember um, one comic that used to come out with the bomb on his chest, and and after nine eleven, that that joke was over. <laughs> yeah. And he was mid, and he was he's Middle Eastern, you yeah. know. So so yeah, that that whole bit, it just it uh, it I think I think this winds up pushing us um, to to find to find uh, more universal um, experiences that 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 speak to uh, people, which is one of the reasons like you, I've never told you this face to face. You're one of my favorite comics, man, oh, you know, and, and, and the reason I say that. Hold up. I, look, I'm, I'm nerding out. My wife put this because she got me this for Christmas. Was it Christmas or a birthday? It's Christmas. Um, she got that for me for Christmas because there aren't a lot of comments. And, you know, just like myself, when we think something's funny, if, if we're if we're if you're watching something with with uh, with with your, your wife and kids, 
if they're laughing, you're laughing inside, but a big laugh for you yeah. is like, oh, that's good. Yeah, right? that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Right, because yeah. we see it with a different lens. And you're one of the few people that I actually, I'll watch your specials and my wife will say, who are you watching? Because you don't laugh out loud at a lot of people, you know? And, and, and so she always, so she, she got me that book because she knows I'm a friend, but also a fan of your material. And what I love about your, your approach from, from your first Comedy Central special to, uh, to your most recent, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to The Pale Tourist uh, dropping on uh, July 24th on uh, Amazon Prime, um, plug. <laughs> um, is that you, you, you find a way to take the most simple, mundane of experiences from eating seafood in, in New England, you know, to, which is one of my favorite bits, to, you know, talking, you know, comparing a manatee <laughs> to an audience member um, on the Ricky Lake show, you know, and, 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 and connecting with everyone, you know? And so that's, I think, I think you're ahead of the curve because you've been doing that. You've been um, um, finding just sort of universal themes as opposed to niche themes, you know what I mean? Uh, well, thanks. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's weird. You know, like I think, and I appreciate you saying all that. Uh, it's, it's weird because I think people don't realize how sincere comedians are that right, right. Um, like these are heavy times these are sincere yeah. heavy thought-provoking times and you don't want right. to, like we're very disrespectful people but like there's certain right. things that <laughs> are obviously sacred i i don't know right I just, it's like i just think it's so funny how um and this is not me saying, oh, you know, the PC thing or anything like that, mm. because I, uh, uh, I'm i of the the opinion that, you know, it's fine. It's fine to, like, be sensitive to to saying things. You know, we're all idiots. Right. And so, right. but, like, I did this post. So Crazy Trump was going to speak at Mount Rushmore because he's crazy. And <laughs> I was like, oh, post my... Uh, Mount Rushmore clip right. uh, on my YouTube channel because that's that's what I've been doing during the pandemic. Right, right. It's like posting stuff on YouTube, and it was it wasn't because I post across platforms, some Facebook, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Twitter and Instagram and all that, and it right. wasn't tons of feedback. What I thought was so interesting is mm -hmm. so my 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 Mount Rushmore, you know, was from five years ago or whatever was about how mm -hmm. like four white guys on this native American land are carved into right. The mountain, right. And it's right. Right. Which is kind of like what people were protesting and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. One of the things. And so right. I thought, Oh yeah, it's funny. You know, it, it you know, I yeah. closed this, I closed a special. I'm like, it's a good job. Right. Right. There were people, obviously there were Trump people that were, bothered and of then course. there were people that were then there were people on the left that were mm -hmm. bothered it's like we live in such a tender time you know such yeah yeah you know it's like that material was from five six years ago and right right it's still 
And it's really like if you, you know, my daughter who's 16, who's like a big, um, you know, she's kind of like very kind of like, don't say that, you know, she's, you know, it's good to mm -hmm. have that influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Like she wouldn't have a problem with it, but we're moving into an age where, you know, because, and what, what brought this up is like, there's always been people that, have liked my stand-up that maybe I don't agree with politically, but I mm -hmm. feel as mm -hmm. though we're entering this time where it's like, don't even make the, don't make those people you disagree with laugh. And I'm like, really? Shouldn't right, we Right, right, right. You know, as a 90s comic, aren't, isn't the task to like make people laugh? Do you know what I mean? It's, right, I don't know. right, right. Well, and also the 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 beauty of you, even even if you don't agree with someone, you can still have uh, have common ground, you know. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of all forms of art, whether it's comedy, uh, music, film, uh, theater, yeah. uh, poetry. You know, those those are all uni uh, universal um, forms of art that can unite which i think we're seeing during this this uh this quarantine and pandemic where you know we can't all uh we can't all agree politically on everything yeah. outside but inside we can all you know I, I just saw that disney's um subscriptions you know went up 75 percent because of hamilton um and 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 we watched it uh we, oh, yeah. you know we want we wanted to see it um, but it finally is on Disney Plus, and so as a family, we were able to watch it. And there's there's another family um, in the middle of America that may may look totally opposite from us, have yeah. totally opposing views from us, but but watch that that uh, you know theatrical experience and were transported into that theater in New York City and had an ex exciting and wonderful time just from that art. So I think I I agree with you that that. No, it sh it shouldn't be. Oh well, if you if you don't um, agree with me politically, you can't laugh at me. I, I want I want those people at my show, just so if nothing else, I can maybe open their eyes to a different experience or give them a different perspective. Absolutely, that they weren't aware of. Absolutely, you know? I think that's yeah. the, you know the, the Hamilton, which you know that's it's so interesting because you know I'm sure the same night probably, my family we watched it and it's. Just, mm -hmm. It's so amazing. And I was watching right. this and I was thinking, you know, this is the kind of thing that people, like, just like what you said, it's like there are people that are going to be open to whether it be, uh, you know, uh, an immigrant rising up from the bottom, you know, stuff like mm -hmm. that. That, you know, it's like it has an impact on people. Right, yeah. And it's, I don't know, I, I'm not being funny, but... Uh, no, but uh, I, I think uh, you raise you raise a valid point and and a point that should be made because even even on this feed, you know, we we have hundreds of people watching right now, and everybody on this feed doesn't agree with you or agree with me. But we can we can all sit down and have the the importance is in the conversation, you know, and the, yeah. and, the and the problem when you start catering only to um, the people that rock with you or, or, or have the same exact viewpoints as you is 
you become very myopic and you get we all get locked into tribalism right we yeah, all get locked yeah. into uh the, uh the 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 mob speak where there's this mob mentality and we all and and we all feel this way and yeah. and, and I'm like well nah but that's that that means you're not even considering um a different perspective yeah. And that's when 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 we all, you know, fail as 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 human beings. Yeah. No, it's I mean, I think I'm almost I have an advantage because I am dumb that I <laughs> am kind of used to being dumb about things. So I'm not like I feel sorry for really smart people because I'm I'm wrong <laughs> all the time. You know what I mean? Like uh -huh. I, you know, I'll make dinner and my wife will be like, you don't know how to make, you know, like you don't know how to put to cook chicken on a grill and I'm like no I never learned and it's like that's just like one thing that happened in one day during the pandemic right but like right. it's like I you know there's so many things I don't know how to do that's not to say that right but I'm almost kind of used to like just being the dunce on things it's almost uh -huh. like when I have like a uh well you're married so that's yeah. that's that comes well, with the territory you do a typo in a tweet I'm just kind of oh, like, that's you know, the I'm like, yeah. So, so, you know, here's some breaking news. I didn't pay attention in fifth through right. eighth grade. Do you right. know what I mean? Right. It right. doesn't, you right. know, it doesn't mean that I'm not. And I love, to, I love, it's so weird because I love having friends with different opinions. But there is this, we're in this thing where I'm like, come on, man. Come on, you know. It's like there there are some blind spots that people have that just right, no, an absence of empathy that is just maddening to me. I'm like, it's right. like, and, you know, look, I grew up in a small town in the Midwest, and I used to have, you know, I understand there is a resistance. You know, like, I remember when... Mm -hmm. um, I remember when Obama was running and I was talking to my brother who lives in a small town where I grew up mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he's a great guy. Don't misinterpret this, but he was like, yeah, you know, I go, Obama's going and he's going to be speaking near where we mm -hmm. live. You got to go see it. And he goes, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess he's better than Nancy Pelosi. And I asked him, I was like, what's wrong with Nancy Pelosi? And he goes, I don't even know. You know what I mean? So like, and he's <laughs> this, he's this great guy who like ended up, you know, being a, uh, you know, an Obama supporter and all this stuff. But mm -hmm. he had kind of heard enough shit against mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi. Right, right. That he was kind of like, and it's not like he's like 70 and watching Fox News. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, it's right. It's like, that's what he had been conditioned to, but I don't right. know. Right, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Is this what we're supposed to be talking? About? No, this this is this is exactly what it is, man. Like it's it's it's. Listen, let me let me. You know what? I didn't even because we got got right into it, which is what I love about doing this. Um, I started doing this. I I started doing a podcast probably like four or five years, actually in 2014. Um, yeah. because I had so many so many newer comics coming up to me and asking advice and i always i'm of a firm belief that there's no such thing as actual advice because what worked for me might not work for jim gaffigan might not have worked for ted alexandro and so forth right and uh 
And so I said, you know what, I'm going to create this thing, the Father Malkin Protocol, just to sort of give, give ideas to newer artists that are coming up of what you should and should not do. You know, if, when I was coming up, I would not just walk up to Chris Rock and say, yo, Chris, you should bring me on the road. I'm a beast, you know? Right. right. And, yeah. and, I've, and I've had people do that to me. And, um, and so during the, uh, during the quarantine, I, I said, you know what, I'll start doing. Godfrey actually is the one that sort of motivated me to, uh, to do it. He, he said, nah, man, you know what, um, I, I do these lives all the time. I said, yeah, yeah you know what, I have a, enough friends that are comics and have great insight. And, um, and I love finding people's, people's stories because I think in the stories, um, you know, you find these jewels. Like last week we had JB Smooth on and, and, and JB shared a great story. For everybody that's watching, you can, you can um, check it out on, on my post. But JB had a great story about how he, um, when he was a kid, how the, the uh, institute, institution of prejudice and racism had affected him. At 12 years old, he saw a woman fall down in front of him. She happened to be white. And he was coming out of the bicycle shop with his bicycle. Uh, and he saw her fall. And when she rolled over, she was bleeding. And he wanted to help her. But it, something told him, you know what, I don't, I don't want to... I don't want to go to help her. And then people think that I knocked her over because her purse is on the ground. So he went back in the store and I, you know, so it was just a great wow. hearing people's stories like that and, and, and hearing people's, uh, people's journeys, you know, um, hearing Tiffany's uh, Tiffany, how she went into Tiffany Haddish, went in to audition for Keanu and, you know, everyone knows she can play the, the loud ghetto chick, but she she also wanted to show them that she could speak very eloquently and knew how to carry herself as as a as a as a police officer. So you know that's that's why I started doing this. So um, yeah. so yeah, where'd you start? <laughs> so I mean, it's interesting because I know that when I started, like, here's what I always say when people, because I'll get like direct messages. You know, people, mm -hmm. what do I do? What do I do? Mm -hmm. But, right, right, right. And, and I think that in some ways, it's the rules change so mm -hmm. much that right. um, what worked for me, mm -hmm. some of it's obsolete. So it's like, right, like, that's true. What clubs, you know what I mean? Like when I started stand up, there were wooden microphones. No, when I started, <laughs> there was. Um, uh, there was, uh, you know, there was no YouTube. There was no YouTube. There was right, barely right. Comedy Central. Like John, John Stewart right. had a show right. on Comedy Central, and right. it was, you know, it's like we talked about how nine eleven changed things. Obama mm -hmm. changed things. Obama changed yeah. things dramatically, and yeah. so it's like, mm -hmm. you know, like there wasn't. You like when I started, I was kind of like this. This, you know, I was from the Midwest, and I and I moved mm -hmm. to New York, and New York was very kind of. Um, this is in the '90s, the early '90s, mm -hmm. and it was very ethnocentric. So, what are you? So, all right, so mm -hmm. you, you're an Italian guy, you're a black guy, you're you're the Jewish guy. Everyone, everyone, stick to your nationality and do your nationality thing. And I was right, like, what right, I? and they're like, you're white bread, and so right. But that today probably wouldn't work. 
right? Right. And so right. there's been, and also like when it was much more of when I started, it was much more of combat. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't mm -hmm. know your, mm -hmm. like what it was like, but it was not, um, you know, it wasn't, you know, like maybe calling it combat is obviously an exaggeration, but it was much more of, uh, it's probably not going to go well. Do you know what I mean? There pro mm -hmm. There's probably someone that's going to, you know, people used to, it used to be commonly believed that heckling was helping the comedian. You remember that. Right, yeah. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. I tried yeah. to help you. And you're like, that's yeah. not, like, that worked for Romney Dangerfield, and that's it. Right. Or, right. Or, you know, that's like the Johnny Carson <laughs> era thing. Right. And, so, and, and then they, they come up to you after the show, yeah. like, man, we did that, didn't we? Yeah, that was good. Hey, I was the one that yelled out. And you're like, why would you do right. that? And they're like, well, isn't that helping? And so, but like, there wasn't that much stand up. Even in the 90s, when there was stand-up on mm -hmm. TV, it was on, like, these smaller cable channels. And mm -hmm. the, the mm -hmm. stand-up was so inconsistent. I mean, there right, was, right. you know, like, Evening at the Improv and stuff like that. Like, right, there were right. good comics. And then they're like, just, that guy has a blue blazer, so put him on. <laughs> and <Right>. so <laughs> there was... Uh, um, so it shifted. So like, I think there is, it also, I think, and this might be me romanticizing it, but stand-up comedians were, it was not a career path. It was not mm -hmm. realistic to make a living. Like it was. I, I agree. Do you know what I mean? I it agree. was kind of against. It was more far-fetched. Yeah. It was, it, it was, it was, uh, now I think if uh, be because I think because of media, various forms of media, whether it's Instagram or or television or film, I think now a generation coming up and telling their parents, you know what I think I want to be, you know, uh, pursue comedy now is less abrasive to their parents' ears oh, yeah. than it was when you were coming up, when I was coming up, because it was so far fetched. But now you have so many um, comedians that have gone up, gone on to even greater levels of success um, with various um, platforms or, or forms of entertainment. Now it's it's actually a more viable um, possibility to to find even the lowest level of success. Yeah, it's it's you know it's not unheard of. It's like mm -hmm. it, it could be a very nice middle class occupation to be a stand up. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? It's yeah. And yeah. Way, it's like it's been so fascinating doing all this YouTube uh stuff mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the YouTube world is fascinating. I know I'm digressing, mm -hmm. but like there's plenty of people that make a living just doing YouTube videos and yeah. we've never heard of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I yeah. know my kids know them. And my, my I was just going to say that I've got five I, different I, kids and and right. five different uh, people that they're interested in uh, in following on YouTube and TikTok. It's right. 
Right. But so like right. the stand-up world shifted. Like I think it became much more of a a middle class occupation. In mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, and I think that was probably like in the mid 2000s, because I remember uh -huh. like, but I had no expectation of uh, doing theaters. I didn't uh -huh. even I didn't even have an expectation of doing comedy clubs. I wanted to kind of be a writer on a comedy show that seemed. Oh, wow. Is that more right? appealing to mm -hmm. uh, th that seemed kind of like there was security there was i th they made enormous amounts of money compared to like working mm -hmm. at a comedy club right but, right right um that's interesting i, I never I, I never looked at it that way but but now that you say that i could see a comic coming up and and doing the math and saying you know if i if i'm a staff writer on a show that goes five seasons that's a that's a nice comfortable living and i'm not having to worry about strangers in a in a in a basement club in the village or yeah, or wherever thinking, you know i was i was thinking always thinking that the ideal job was to be a writer mm -hmm. on letterman or conan mm -hmm. or something like that interesting and interesting because like i also you know like, <coughs> there's also this shift from middling to headlining right like that's right big, right that's a that's yeah. that's a that's a difficult I mean I'm sure for some comedians it's not, but like for me it was mm -hmm. like that middle spot they're was lying really sweet that was real yeah they're, they're, yeah the, e ego show, you're like oh, yeah, so nah, hard. Right. so there's this this there's the pressure you know um ego when when you're coming up, you're like, I can headline until you headline and then you're like. You know what I like just doing fifteen twenty minutes there yeah. was, you know there's no pressure, yeah, and I remember it's so it's it shifted I think stand up became hold on real quick jim i'm I'm, yeah, I'm laughing because Jordan Rubin keeps commenting. I see you, Jordan. I just oh, want to really? say what's up to Jordan Rubin, yeah, he's like, is this a TED talk on YouTube's or TED talk on middling to headlining? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's like, that's, it's like, I'm sure I sound like a horse's ass, but like, it is weird. I mean, this is also what I think, you know, not to get too kind of, this is what I remember about it. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like. Yeah, and, it's, it's, and it's not romanticizing. It's, 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 yeah. it's your reality. And and I experienced a lot of that uh, same because I th I think most of us, regardless of um, if you came up, I started in '92, so I pretty much dealt with everything you're talking about. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. You know? Yeah. It's and by the way, you know, so '92, so like it's 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 pretty this around the same time. And what mm -hmm. I think is very different. I love comedians. I love comedians, but. I remember, because I started with Greg Giraldo and I, you know, yeah. you know, like Bonnie McFarlane and Ian Bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and um, but I remember a lot of comedians, the more experienced ones, being mean. They were mean. They yeah. were not. They were not unfriendly. <laughs> they were mean. Right. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, 
like I think that it was do you know what I mean it was like there was you know like obviously there was different things that people had to deal with you know like I'm mm-hmm. sure there's sexual harassment that women had to deal with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like there was like downright hazing that Right, you didn't have to deal with it. There was hazing that occurred, like you know, it's like yeah, yeah. Like I remember in some clubs, it's like the process. These are one nighters in Jersey. The process of mm-hmm. getting paid like, oh. to someone that ran a bar, you had uh-huh. to sit there and listen to his stories, or <laughs> you had to. Do you know what I mean like some of these comedy yeah. club owners? That they couldn't do this now. Do you know what I mean? Right. I could, again, right. I couldn't imagine what, but just, you know, them saying, you're not funny. I shouldn't have to pay you. Like, just mm-hmm. insane things that, like, um, and, you know, I'm friendly with some of them now. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. they were mean. Well, yeah, no. Now, now they, now not only. They know you sold out Madison Square Garden, so now they're like, "Oh, I love Jimmy. I knew, I knew, I knew he had it when nobody else believed in him." And you know, I'm sure I was insane back then too. You know what I mean? So we all like, were. We all were. Yeah. It's like, and you know, when you talk about like the advice, like there's also like being a nudge. It's like I'm sure I was a nudge. You know what I mean? I'm sure uh-huh. I was like, I should get that. Why? Why don't I get that? Like yeah. I dealt with yeah. a lot of. Uh, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration because, like, you know, I watched a little bit of you and uh, JB talking, and it's like, mm-hmm. I never auditioned for SNL. I never mm-hmm. had a single audition for it. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, but, like, I never, you know, I was the last of any of my immediate peers, like my comedy mm-hmm. gang, to ever do right. A late night show, obviously a late night show doesn't hold the importance now that it did to me back then. But it was a mm-hmm. big deal back then. So it would be yeah, equivalent yeah. of like, I mean, I don't know what the comparison would, it would be. Um, you know, just getting, you know, like there's certain like, because stand-up comedy is so kind of it's this fluid thing, right? And it's yeah. it's built on self-assignment. And it's mm-hmm. also like, there's so much, you got to eat so much shit that you, you do. have to, you, do. you have to go back to yourself. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen it destroy some of my friends. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's brutal. It's, you know, yeah. and it's, it's kind of embodied in the fact that like, being a comedian, you go on stage and this room full of strangers laughs at your mm-hmm. jokes, claps, and then it ends. And you walk out. Right. And like, well, gotta go back and, <laughs> you know, try and beg right. my 14 year old to go to bed. You know what I mean? It's, right. Right. There's nothing. So, like, and I'm not even saying that um, uh, it's like most normal people wouldn't be able to deal with that. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like we get, the fact yeah, that we're yeah. sitting here talking, it's like you know, we, we know friends that like that we're smarter and, and funnier than us, but like mm-hmm. they couldn't deal with some of the ups and downs. 
Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, just just because uh, well, I mean, everything from like you said, you 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 know, you you're doing a a room in Jer a Tuesday nighter in Jersey. And you're finally, you know, getting a hundred dollars, and you have to pay a toll, so you're really not coming home with that that money. And after you do your set, you might have still been working nine to five jobs, so you want to yeah. get back back home as early as possible. And now you have to chase the the person that owns the club or the promoter yeah. and go through this this whole uh, song and dance before they give you your money, and then they feel entitled to to uh to give you their opinion as if it mattered because because yeah you know what I remember when I when I first started doing this I remember when Rodney Dangerfield and you're like man I just want my money I don't care yeah, about and, you and, but you play along and they are you know they're you know they're gonna either be an ally mm -hmm. or you know what I mean and so it's like it was such a fragile thing. You're like, I remember Geraldo and I, we would go into clubs and he was so good with people. So good mm -hmm. with people. Mm -hmm. And I would just clam up. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, know what to do. And he would be like, can my friend get a spot? And they'd be like, all right. But like, there's, you know, like the show business part, it is, right. that's, you know, and I'm relatively outgoing. I can kiss ass. I can kiss ass. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of times where I'm, like, and it's not even me being stubborn or principled. It's just, like, mm -hmm. I don't know how I could get this done. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, right. yeah. you know, this yeah. lady booker, she doesn't think I'm cute, so I'm screwed. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. And so... Right. <laughs> It's weird. I mean, obviously, there's a much uh, bigger struggles than that uh, that people have to deal with in any occupation, you know. But, yeah, yeah. There, there's there's always the politics of it. There, there's always there's the politics of it. There's the um, from the the business aspect. There's the politics of or the hierarchy of comics that have been out there longer um, that haze you because you start getting good and you start getting heat or people start paying yeah. attention to you and, and so you're constantly uh maneuvering through that and some people yeah. are, are are more like you you know rest in peace to geraldo's uh yeah. <laughs> greg greg used to haze me but in 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 a loving way you know right, i never right. i never took offense to him or or voss and patrice you yeah. know going in on me because i was like hey i'm part of I'm part of the gang, you know. I'm part of the crew yeah. now. You felt, you felt like, uh, like in Goodfellas. Ah, he's he's a good, he's a good guy. He's a good fella, right. you know. And um, and yeah, no, like and I, you know, if they're not picking on you, in front of you, that's a bad thing. right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. But it is, it is right. strange because there's also air. There's, you know, as much as you know, the world is not fair. But like stand up, there is kind of. And the entertainment industry is completely unfair. But, like, stand-up is, mm -hmm. like, you either do the job or you don't. So there's right. this myth of a meritocracy. So there's this mm -hmm. myth of, like, can you do the job? Mm -hmm. But there's always kind of... And then there's also... But it's not fair. Because we have right. friends that are very talented that mm -hmm. it's just, like... 
there's variables, you know, like there's, uh, you know, innumerable ones. And so right. like some right. of it is like, you know, when I talked about the anger I had, it's like, I wasn't angry at my friends, but I didn't know what to do with my uh, frustration. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm. like, Interesting. it's like, you gotta, you know, stand up is like, it's amazing because you learn about yourself all the time, but you also, mm -hmm. you know, I also think that we get uh, spoiled by the attention, but we also get um, the outlet. Yeah, we do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We get the yeah. outlet of uh, not only the endorphin rush of like working through our shit. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. you can say something on stage and people might be like, you know, like you, you might say something uh, to to someone in everyday life, and they might not say something, but an audience, mm -hmm. their silence speaks volumes. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, well, I that's that's know also that sounded sexist, but I guess it does. But, but that that's that I think that's that's why what what we do there is there's a purity to it because it's so immediate right and so yeah. as soon as soon as you say it you know you you've you've worked on numerous films and television shows and the difference being is when you're shooting it you know you really don't know how it's going to land you you hope yeah. you have a, yeah. a, a a good idea of how the audience is going to receive it but you you really don't know because they can they can do something in the editing that yeah. changes the context yeah. but live on stage when you're on stage live when i'm on stage live we know immediately <laughs> you know people always ask uh, is there something you you wouldn't talk about i'm like if, it, if i can't find something funny about it i'm not going to talk about it but yeah. in my mind before i bring it to stage or i jot down a note if i bring it on stage I'm hoping that there's something funny about that idea. And if I if I hit the punchline and it's there's nothing, then I'm like, okay, well we we tried it, it didn't work. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think also people love that. They love they love uh, you know the vulnerability. I think you know what mm -hmm. I mean this is me yeah. overthinking it, but like I think an audience you know, look, they love, uh, audiences love, in my belief, they love utter confidence. They love that. They mm -hmm. love yeah, yeah. Chris Rock's utter confidence. They love Seinfeld's yeah. confidence. But they yeah. also really like vulnerability. Like, you look at Pryor. Mm -hmm. Richard Pryor was a pretty yeah. vulnerable guy. Yeah, he was, yeah. He, you know, he had this strange touch with it where it was you know uh, combined with his overall brilliance but like mm -hmm. that vulnerability i mean we're talking about the 70s it's like yeah. that guy was doing stuff that i mean like that 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 uh, that special where he opens i think it's patty labelle and people are patty labelle it's, it's a, a live in concert, 1979. Yeah, it's, yeah. In, it's in Long Beach, right? Because I performed yeah. at that theater. Could you imagine taping a special where you're opening for a musician? And, right. and right. I think he was already a star at that point. But like that wasn't his audience. 
Well, no, no. It was it was she opened this this to me oh, was okay. amazing. Oh, because, I got it wrong. I yeah, got it wrong. She was opening for him, but if you've ever seen Patty, you know, Patty is the type of performer that she's gonna make she's making you work, you know, because she's not she's not she's not uh you know phoning it in. She's Patty's rolling on the floor and using every okay. portion of her being to perform and that that's I didn't I didn't comprehend that until probably uh in my twenties and and I, I was rewatching it for the umpteenth yeah, time yeah. and it said Patty LaBelle was a big part of this. I'm like, wait, he followed her? Oh see that's so interesting because <laughs> like you know, you do like you know, especially you do a TV set mm -hmm. and there's no audience coming in. Do you know what I mean? Like the right. fact that right. <laughs> the fact that during a special, he's addressing people that are coming in late. Like that is right, right. That is right. So, Wait for people to get from the bathroom. <laughs> that is so absurd that right. do you know what I mean? It's like people, you know, uh, you know, you 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 set yourself up for mm -hmm. uh you know, for to win, right? That's right, right. You know, there's a lot of variables you can't control, so it's like, right. but I didn't know that I oh, I thought that he was opening for her. I totally, oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. I that that to me, that's still, um, that's still to me, is hands it's down still. the the best stand up concert. Yeah, I've ever seen because you you get you get to see Richard not not just as a comic but he also, you know, he's an actor and and when he turned into that deer drink you know drinking water while while uh, they were hunting you actually saw a deer when you when you oh, yeah. see him talking to the dog, you actually see a dog and I I still am amazed at at um at his his uh his level of talent and level of not just comedy but um. Also, at, uh, an actor, Richard Richard Pryor is a bad dude. No, it's it's amazing, but I think also, you know, obviously that stuff is, you know, the performance is so, you know, overwhelmingly impressive. But mm -hmm. it's also the environment. That's what's mm -hmm. insane. Like that, the audience. That because it captured some of the combat that he was. Mm -hmm. like, this yeah. was not, you know, this was not even Chappelle dealing with, uh, you know, super fans. This right, was right. A, an unruly audience. Like, right. Like I know that the more impressive thing is the material and the performance, but it's mm -hmm. just like doing that in an unnecessarily difficult setting is just right. To me, that's just like uh, that's just insane on so many levels. Well, especially because he was doing it so fluently, he he wasn't phased. You know, I I remember. Yeah. Uh, I think I was at. Um, I think it was Bill. It might have been one of Billy Burr's specials, and uh, and yes, I still call him Billy because that's how I met him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I remember someone did something in his set and he actually said, oh, that's great. You're, you're at, no, it was Geraldo. 
He said, yeah, yeah this, this is my big break and you're, you're interrupting while I'm taping a special. Yeah, and yeah. He, and he wasn't flustered at all. He you know he did what Geraldo would yeah. do. But I'm watching Richard do it. Richard, he was talking to dude like he was like sit your ugly ass down because <laughs> yeah. the guy wanted a picture with him, which which was yeah. insane. Yeah, it's just it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Now, do you like, let me ask you, Jim? Do you do you would you say because now I mean. You know, I think this is, is this is your eighth special that's that's dropping in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But at when you're doing eight specials and and, and or you've done eight specials and you've sold out the guard, you now have super fans. So how do you how do you maneuver people even like even on this feed right now? I'm seeing people keep writing high pockets, you know, how do you did you yeah. you have a new act that you've crafted, but people are throwing out your greatest bits. Um, how do how do you address that? Because I'm sure you deal with it. Well, it's it's you know there's um, you know it's it's weird because it's it's a it's an ever changing thing, right? Because mm -hmm. when people do come and see me live, mm -hmm. I do want them. You know, I think the one task is that when they leave. They should be thinking when he comes back, I'm coming back. You know what I mean? Right, right. And right. so, but there's a lot of factors that go into that. Like people think they want the old material, but as comedians, we know they want mm -hmm. new stuff, right? Right, right. So I've done, you know, and I've, but like the whole thing is, is that I think there's also something about, it's like a friendship. You know, you can mm -hmm. have the same conversation with friends. You can. Mm, that's you a good metaphor. That's a good. But right. You, you know, the friends you love the most challenge you. And they mm -hmm. also surprise you. And they mm -hmm. also, and so there is something about, um, and again, this is like my takeaway from it, but like I'm always trying to, you know, it's self-assignment, but I'm always trying to do different things. It's weird. Like with specials, I also feel as though there's a balance of, you know, getting the material bulletproof. Like I used to have the opinion, like when mm -hmm. Louis would do a new hour every year, I'd be like, that's insane. That's not, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, there's obviously a lot of stuff there, but like he could come up with a new hour. And that's not to say that... Right. Bill Burr, I remember. I finally got rid of the Billy and called him Bill. You know, oh, did like, you, what 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 pushed you to that? I, it took me a while, but I'd be like Billy uh -huh. Burr, and people funny. would look at me like I was saying, right. you know, John Elton <laughs> right. instead of Elton John or something. And so, That's funny. but I, you know, so like some of it is challenging your audience but also there is an advantage in them knowing your sensibility so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you know like i think two years for an hour for me it's like it's like i have to make it i have to have these challenges so like in pale tourist what i'm doing is i literally land in a country i've been to you know i did spain and i did canada 
So we've mm. all, every comedian's been to Canada for just for laughs. Right. And obviously right. Canada's right there. And, um, but I was like, I'm going to do an hour, not an hour, but like 50 minutes just on Canada. Just mm -hmm. material that is on Canada. Now, like to, to like people that are like, you know what? Like maybe along the, the border, people are like, yeah, okay, I'm interested in that. But like otherwise, if you haven't been to Canada, you're like, I don't. You know, maybe I've seen that Tim Hortons and maybe I like <laughs> otherwise, but it was just this thing. I'm just going to do material in Canada, but hopefully it'll be funny enough for people in America. And right, I did right. it in Spain. I don't know. I mean, it's like, I think it's, it's, you know, it's again, it's this assignment. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do, you know, I think the Spanish one is. 45 minutes the canadian one is 50 minutes mm. and some of it is like you go to a city and you come up with things right yeah, yeah i did that about countries and i was gonna do mexico but the pandemic hit so right right um hey jim you know what yeah real quick i just realized it's about to kick us off so i'm a, i'm gonna uh go out and, and come back in, because I just realized that the time was about to cut oh, us off. Gonna, they you stop you? But you know what? I have yeah. to go. Is it all right? If oh, do you, oh, of I course, of course. If you got to go, you got to go. We, we, we got to go. And, hey, well, I'm I want to thank you. No, man, I, you're an old man with five children, so I get it. Um, I want to thank you personally for coming through, because um, I know you're a very busy man. And I know, like I said earlier, you have both a film um uh dropping on streaming platforms as well as uh your your new um special dropping both on the 24th correct yeah yeah okay okay um and give me the film's name again i just forgot it. i don't want to look at my in, notes in canada it's called uh target number one in america okay. it's called most wanted i don't know why most wanted the director it's a it's a quebecois director who he also wrote it and it's kind of a quebecois story so okay uh, okay okay uh, but this has been amazing I, it's like i, yeah. I want to thank you so much for asking me to do this because it's oh like, right you know i think that this is uh this is you know it's like it's good for comedians to talk to comedians <laughs> you know i wish there's so much let me tell you it yeah i i it, it's somewhat selfish but i i after doing two or three, it also became, it made me feel better because it made me feel like at least I was able to connect with, with my peers. Um, if I can't see you all in person, I can see you on, on Monday nights on this. Cool. Well, thanks. So, so it's mutual, man. Yeah, no, thank you for, for coming through. Uh, tell Jeannie I said hi, and, uh, and, and thank you for sharing us for this la last hour, man. I appreciate it. Take care, Jimmy. Thanks, buddy. All right, brother. All right, take care. Bye-bye. There we have it, y'all. I, I knew we um I knew our time was limited. I only have fifty-five seconds left, so I appreciate y'all hanging out. Like I said, next week we um we have Chris Spencer and the week after that, Marina Franklin on the Father Muckin Protocol. I appreciate um everyone that um has come through consistently. Um for those of you that are because I saw a couple of people like, who's this guy? Um, you can Google Dean Edwards and you also can catch, um, if you go to my page, uh, follow, 
like, comment. Um, we've had Tiffany Haddish. We had Tony Rock. We had JB Smooth last week. Had some great episodes that y'all can check out. And you can check us out um, next week and uh, and continue to check us out. So I appreciate y'all coming through. It's your man, Dean Edwards. Um, all love. I'm in my Jay-Z zone right now. Yo, we got eight seconds. All love. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. This is so crazy. <laughs>